am I fundable? The answer is almost always a resounding yes. Yes, you probably are fundable. But believe it or not, that's the easy part. Welcome to Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast series. Here we talk about all things franchising. What is it all about? Is it for you? How do you find the best one to own? And so much more. Now your host, Tim Parmeter. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast. I am Tim Parmeter, founder and CEO of Fran Coach, and your podcast host. Uh, what topic can we talk about today? Well, today we are going to talk about really one of, if not the biggest concern we hear from people who would absolutely love to become franchise owners, um, but they're not sure how to pull it off financially, is how, how can we do this? Am I fundable? Uh, today's episode, we are going to go over this answer in great detail. And I'll give you a little hint. The answer is almost always a resounding yes. Yes, you probably are fundable. But believe it or not, that's the easy part. What we're going to talk about today um, are what are the three most common funding options? What are their requirements uh, for each, including cash, credit score, and some other factors, a timeline for each funding options, and kind of some of the pros and cons. Uh, but before, before we dive into all of this, let's first tell you who we are. FranCoach is a national search firm dedicated to working with individuals just like yourself who are interested in owning a franchise. We are partnered with well over 500 of the top franchisors in the country, spanning nearly 60 industries. Our goal is to help clients find the absolute best franchise for them to own, and the goal of the Franchising 101 podcast series is to help educate people on all aspects of franchise ownership. All right, that's us. Now let's get to the good stuff. I want to be a business owner, but I don't know how to make it happen financially. Well, you've come to the right place. We're going to talk about this. Three main option, funding options we're going to talk about today. And the first one is, is probably the most common and probably the easiest one for people to wrap their head around. And it's a good old fashioned loan. Um, primarily in the franchising world, this is done through uh, an SBA loan, Small Business Administration loan. Um, we have uh, several of our funding partners. And again, part of what we help uh, our clients with is not only understanding if they can be fundable for a franchise for how much, but also understanding who what's the best option and who's the best one of our partners for that. But with the SBA, um, a lot of times on, on very initial phone calls, if people have a little, get a little squirmy financially, I'll always just use a housing analogy. Um, and this is, we pretty much all bought a house before. So um, what we'll say is if you could buy a house today, not mega mansion, uh, we just need nice little old starter house. Uh, could you, do you have the cash to have the down payment for the house? Maybe a little bit left over for some movers because nobody wants to do that by themselves. Uh, do we have some cash left over to buy some new curtains, whatever it is at the new place, right? Do we have that? Do we have good enough credit to get a home loan? If I know those two things, I know we will have funding options available, one of which will more than likely be the SBA, um, and we will have franchises that we could take a look at. Now, at that minimum starter home kind of analogy from a franchise standpoint, starter home ain't getting you 10 McDonald's, folks, right? But it's getting us in the door with really 
and, and oftentimes several hundred franchises that could fit that financial profile. Okay, so it gives us tons of things to take a look at, right? So what does it actually look like for the SBA? Um, and kind of kind of disclaimer time here. Uh, we're recording this in, in August of 2021. Um, SBA has changed and the requirements that, that has changed a ton over the last year and a half. Thank you, COVID. Uh, hopefully that will start kind of easing back a little bit, uh, but things have gotten a little, little more stringent with the SBA. Now within the SBA, there are different tiers. Um, obviously the more you want to to borrow, to borrow, you want 10 McDonald's. Um, there's going to be a lot more kind of restrictions or requirements with this. Um, but at the most basic, um, there's what's called an ex commonly referred to as an express loan with the SBA. It is for up to $150,000. Um, this is kind of my starter home analogy, right? If we can get somebody that's qualified for a $150,000 SBA loan, again, we literally will have a couple hundred franchises that could potentially be a match. Um, again, can we, can we go higher and get a, a loan amount above that? Absolutely. It goes to several million dollars potentially. Um, I want to talk again at the, the, the basic entry level stuff, this express loan. Um, so what does it take for this? So first of all, um, this is a cash intensive loan. Uh, so usually you're going to look at right now uh, anywhere from 20 to 30% of the loan amount required as what's called a cash injection, which is basically kind of th think of the down payment piece of this. At times, it can be another 20% or more post-closing liquidity, which is basically the bank wants to see that you have the cash on hand to pay back the first several months of the loan obviously without using the loan money to pay back the loan. Let's be honest, what does the bank really care about? They don't care that you end up opening uh, you know, 14 locations down the road. They just want you to pay back the loan. Um, so that's where that other cash comes in. For a $150,000 express loan, I would tell you right now, a minimum, probably $50,000. We need liquid between the cash injection and the post-closing liquidity. Uh, I've seen that as much as 70, 75,000 at times. Uh, there's some obviously some different factors in there, but it does. It's probably going to take you at least a third of that loan in cash to get the loan. Minimum credit score right now is running around 700. Uh, low debt, kind of the debt ratio usage, usage. Um, there's a lot of factors with that, but probably anything under 30% is going to be ideal. Higher end uh, loans, definitely home ownership is going to be required for collateral. The express, not required, but it is helpful. Interest rates, uh, there again, a little, little vari variance with this, usually kind of in that 2% over prime for this. Okay. So that's the requirement. So again, this is the one of the three we're going to talk about that has some, that has a little skin in the game cash wise. Then. The th other thing to think about with this is you do not get the loan to pay kind of the, the, the cash piece of this. So again, think of buying a house, right? You get your loan to buy the house. That didn't include, like you didn't get, well, I'm buying a $300,000 house. Here's $300,000. And oh yeah, by the way, take 20 of that for your down payment. You got to have that in cash. Same thing here. So the loan does not fund until the franchise, uh, franchise agreement is signed. Um, so again, and that usually in involves paying the franchise fee in full. Every now and then, um, we can help people kind of figure out how to, how to at least do a deposit 
on the franchise fee to get the agreement signed to help the loan fund. Again, part of the things we help our, our clients with with our franchise partners. So it's not a guarantee, but, it, but it's usually something we can work out. If you have a franchise that requires physical space, we, we, we need an office. A lease is required before the loan is funded. So again, that cash piece, if there's an office space, retail space, anything like that, the bank needs to see that you have the cash to get all of that set up and signed deposits, anything that you need to do to get the lease signed before the loan funds. And with all that being said, the timeline right now is not short. Uh, 60, to eight, 60 to 90 days from final approval with everything done before that cash is in your hand. So again, S- SBA is, is definitely an option. Um, if I'm being honest, it's not as good of an option as it was uh, pre-pandemic with everything, but still a really good option for people. But you do need to understand a couple of things. So your interest rate is going to be a little lower than when we talk about one of the other options. Uh, from that standpoint, there is loan origination fees, obviously all those things um, that kind of factor into the cash piece of it. But this is a cash intensive loan right now, and it is not the speediest of which to receive the money. Um, so you do have those things. But that is the SBA loan. That is, that's number one. Um, so that's first. So number two. So what, what about if we needed, you're like, okay, well, my, my credit is good, but I don't have that much liquidity, or maybe you do, but geez, it might really take every last dime to be able to get the loan. And that makes you feel a little little squeamish from a, from a cash perspective. And, and I really wouldn't blame anybody for feeling that way. Um, so can we find a funding option that takes no cash? I mean, zero, zip, nada. So short answer is yes, but you guys know I am not about short answers. So the longer answer is there's actually going to be two more things we talk about, one of which takes admittedly a small amount of cash and one seriously, absolutely no cash, zero, nothing, right? So first of those two, we want to talk about um, is what's called the ROBS, uh, which is Rollover for Business Startup. And I actually want to go back to the, to the SBA. Uh, one last little, little note there that I kind of forgot to drop on you. We had, um, and we're going to talk about this with the ROBS too. We had a podcast. Uh, it's episode 44. I'm sure all of our loyal followers will remember that with Wendy Skimmer from Benetrends Financial, where she went over in more detail the SBA loan. So definitely check that out for a little bit more. Uh, for the ROBS program, was actually the episode right before that, number 43 with Tara Thomas from FranFund, where she gave us a ton more info on what I'm going to talk about now, which is the retirement rollover. Um, so this is, I'm going to tell you, probably the funding option that most people have never heard of. Oftentimes, people don't believe me when I tell them about it, um, to the point where I even had clients who have had financial planners or accountants, CPAs, whatever, that have heard about it, and they didn't know it existed. Because it's really only used for people that are using the retirement for business startup, thus the name, the rollover for business startup, right? So um, you have a retirement account, a 401k, a qualified IRA, that's maybe sitting out there with a, with a former employee. Um, let's just say... Let's do simple math. Let's say there's $200,000 in there. And you're like, well, hey, I could just cash that out and w- withdraw it. So yes, you could, but but we, we all have a pretty decent idea what's going to happen. You're going to get dinged right off the bat. 
a lot of times 10% uh, just withdraw a penalty. Poof. So there goes, uh, I'm no math major, but that's like, I don't know, 40 grand or 20 grand, sorry, right? I'm definitely not a math major. Uh, so there's 20 grand right off the bat from that. Um, then you're going to, the rest of that becomes, and I'm certainly not a CPA, I can barely spell CPA, but the rest of the money you're going to receive is basically kind of counts as taxable income. So if you're in that, let's say just simple math, you're at a 27% tax rate, that's going to be roughly 50,000 of that's that's going to be taxed. Plus the 10% withdrawal. I know this, like, we didn't know there's going to be this much math, but all of a sudden that 200,000 is down to about 130. Um, there's many of us that have been at a point in our lives where we have cashed out retirement and taken the hit on the penalty and the taxes. It is by no means the best and smartest thing to do financially, but it is an option. So, yes, you could do that, but I use that as an analogy for this for now. What does it look like that same $200,000? And I want to do the ROBS program. So we're going to have a fee to do this. Um, and this is kind of the cash piece. Um, usually a few thousand dollars. I'm going to keep round numbers and say 5000 Okay. So we're going to spend 5000 uh, But then we're going to be able to roll over all $200,000. No withdrawal penalty. Uh, not taxed. Anything like that. And then that, be, not to get into logistics again, but episode 43 with Tara. She does a great job of this. Basically, all $200,000 of your retirement is now your money to use to fund your new business. You do have a, with that, there is a small, usually kind of like $100-ish monthly fee because they what they're they're doing is they're creating a 401k for your business. Um, You can, you have the stock, you can cash as much or all of that out to again, fund your business, whether it's franchise fee, uh, all of your startup costs, operating capital, whatever that might be. It's your money. You can use it. So that's there. Very, very little cash for that particular option. 30 days or so to get that done. Uh, pretty quick. One of, and again, we have funding partners that this is what they do, get all of this set up. There's a lot that goes into kind of get, getting getting the money rolled over, all of those things. But again, this is one of those things. I definitely don't want to be the smartest person in the room. I know who the smartest person is. We're going to help our clients get over to them, uh, to our funding partners to make this happen, right? So that's 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 the robs. Again, about 30 days. Pros and cons with this. Um, it's quick. It's your money. Very, very little cash to make it happen. Some people, back to my squeamish and squirmy, think, oh my gosh, I couldn't possibly use my retirement money. Uh, okay, right. That's that's a that, that's a valid thing. My counter to that, um, and again, I'm going to kind of pause for a disclaimer here. We tell our clients this all the time. I don't care how people fund a franchise. It's our job to help educate them to know what's the best option for them. Do I want you to go hold up a liquor store to make it happen? No, not particularly. I want you to use one of these options, but I don't care which one. But my counter to, oh, I couldn't possibly use my retirement is take a look and see over the last 10 years what the return has been on that 401k. 6%, 8%, maybe you're killing it over the last 10 years and it's 10%. Awesome. If you really want to look at the next 10 years, taking that $200,000 and running your business, if you don't think the return is going to be better than that, then let me help you. Don't start a business because you do not have the level of 
confidence or uh, drive, determination, ambition to, to, to really be a business owner. Um, you, should, you should just absolutely blow 10% of the water over the next 10 years. And again, it's your investment. You're in control over it. It has nothing to do with the market, with pandemics, with anything. It's you and you running your business. So that's the ROPS. Again, uh, about 30 days, about five grand uh, kind of out of pocket. And it's your money. Use it to start your business. Okay. So that's number two. Number three, we have uh, some funding options uh, and partners that do non-SBA loans. So kind of unsecured loans and lines of credit. With these, literally, seriously, I'm not joking, not pulling your leg. My fingers aren't crossed. No cash. Let me repeat that. Really no cash. I know it kind of seems like a cheesy infomercial, uh, but wait, there's more. There's really not. There's no cash, right? So unsecured and or lines of credit. We've had people that have done both. We've had had to kind of of combo or or one or the other of these. A couple good things with this. Did I mention? No no cash. Uh, so So that's first. Timeline. The SBA, we talked about 60 to 90 days. This is like 10, like literally from 10, 10 business days, right? So within two weeks, you will have, have your money in hand. Don't need to, this could be used to, to sign the franchise agreement. It could be used for any office or anything like that. Again, you don't need the franchise agreement signed. You don't need leases signed. You need, you need, a, you need the approval, right? Um, and the money And the money is yours. Those are all. Those are all obviously great things. Um, interest rates going to be a, a couple points sometimes higher on the unsecured loan than the SBA. Some of the line of credit options people have. Um, actually, we can kind of see the interest rate as low as we've seen some as low as zero for the first six to twelve months. Lines of credit are also only once you tap into them. Um, it's not uncommon for people to use the unsecured for franchise fee, startup costs, and then have the line of credit sitting there for say 60, 90 days down the road when the business is ready to open. And that's the that's the operating capital. So they weren't paying any interest on that right away like you would with the SBA. Right. Um, so you've got those. The fee, the origination fee is higher than the SBA. Um, sometimes anywhere between 10 to 15% for that fee, but it comes out of the loan amount. So you're not stroking a check dipping into your piggy bank to pull out the cash. You're not wiring any money for anything for that. It comes out of the, the loan amount. So there are people that don't have the cash or are tapped pretty, pretty, pretty much to the max to try to do an SBA loan. Um, look at this and know either they didn't have the cash anyway. So this is the option or they could have done the SBA, but will hold on to their, to their cash. This becomes a fantastic option. Um, is it, are, is the interest rate a little bit higher? Yes. Are the origination fees higher? Yes. But again, none of that comes, comes out of your cash. And the timeline is lickety split, which made me sound really old saying that. So it's really fast. How about that? And again, can be used for the franchise fee or basically anything right at that point, SBA unsecured, uh, lines of credit are all the same and there's no prepayment penalty. So as you're killing it with your business and want to pay off or pay down the loan quicker, you absolutely can do that. Um, the other thing on the lines of credit that, that 
some people really like is that stays open forever. So if you use 50,000 of it and then pay that off, that's still open for you. So if you need some some cash uh, down the road or whatever, maybe you're looking to expand another territory, another location, maybe you want a whole nother franchise. I happen to know somebody that can help you find that next franchise. Um, but whatever that is, that money is still sitting there for you. So yes, you're paying that fee at the beginning, but that's uh, amortized for infinity, right? So again, those are there for you. So if you hear, I guess, all three of these and... If there's one of these, oh, wait, let me go back 700, similar to the SBA, 700-ish credit score for this. And again, similar to SBA, uh, preferably that low kind of usage rate, don't need home ownership, anything like that. Um, It's going to be basically looking at what what that credit score is, minimum 700. Again, with some, as long as there's not not, not big, big, ugly negatives in there somewhere along the way, but that's, let's be honest, that's that's what pretty much any loan we get. So those are your three options. If you hear one of those uh, or more than one of those and you're like, sweet, I think I can make this happen, then guess what? Let's talk. If not, hopefully at the least, if you hear all three of these and go, dang, I, I can't pull off any one of those yet, at least now you're armed with some information, thus the franchising 101 educating you about franchise ownership. At least now maybe you you have some more information. Um, and now can have some goals that you can shoot towards. Um, even if you're not sure still, let, let, let's talk. What's the worst that happens is we find out it's not possible now. And again, we're giving you the knowledge and the tools to be able to kind of shoot towards those goals in the future. So that is the am I fundable? And again, more than likely, hopefully you're shaking your head up and down. Um, so again, let's let, let's talk. As always, we just I thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode of the Franchising 101 podcast. Uh, As always, we hope this will help enlighten and educate those of you interested in franchise ownership to some of the amazing possibilities out there, um, some of the things in the process, and most importantly, can we do it financially? Please, if you haven't yet, make sure you subscribe or follow wherever you listen to your podcast episodes. Also, check us out online. Uh, Our main website, francoach.net. All of our podcast stuff is franchising101podcast.net. Check us out there. Send us a note. Send us a send us a message or request to, to set up a call uh, to learn more about franchise ownership. There is never, ever any fee for our service. So we encourage you to take that first step today to help create your better tomorrow. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in again. Stay safe, and we look forward to connecting soon. Thanks for listening to Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast, where our ultimate goal is to help educate you on all things franchising so you can create your better tomorrow.